Welcome back to a brand new edition of Nerd Radio. Oh, yeah. Episode 180. That's a lot of episodes. That's one half of a 360. That is true. We've almost completely turned around. Oh, man. The turnaround point. If the turnaround point's 360, I'm going to be real surprised where I'm at. Like We're facing the wrong way right now completely and then we have to go the rest of the way so 180 degrees it's right. like half the circle so i'll be like 22 and like it'll be weird <laughs> it's already weird <laughs> 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 all right this is nerd Thug radio this is Corey dlg and uh ned. Ah, just ned today just me no the captain he's taking another day off uh he's actually out of sick days this one's coming off his salary oh really yeah you know because you only get so many sick days a year and then after that they start docking your pay and then after that, you just work for free. Uh, oh, that's us already. Oh, 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 oh. That's awkward. not true. We have sponsors. That's true. We do have sponsors. We don't work for free. We work for peanuts. I do like peanuts. <laughs> Circus peanuts are delicious. They're that weird foamy orange color. Oh, the, the, the candy. Yeah, they're like weirdly good. Right. They're like one of those strange candies. You're like, I yeah. enjoy this. Probably they, because it like taps like the lizard part of your brain that's like, sugar good. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard part of your brain. That's exactly the part of my brain who's like, you should eat circus peanuts. It's the lizard part. Because like, rational me is like, this looks like something that came out of the flooring. Right. This is something that keeps the it weather out. It looks inedible. It looks like dry caulk. <laughs> right. No, it's 100% what it looks like. And, and instead, it's a delicious orange candy. But it doesn't even taste orange. It just looks orange. It tastes foamy, but good. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's definitely styrofoam with sugar in it. It's like cotton candy's fat cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's basically... That's, that's a good example for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, and I don't know why it's called circus peanuts, but it is what it is, and it's delicious. Whoever was like, let's make this candy shaped like the shell part of a peanut that you're supposed right. to throw away. Yeah, the thing we're not supposed to eat. Although it's high in fiber, you can't eat it. That's uh, strange. I've yeah. eaten I've eaten shelled peanuts. We had a food tasting episode quite a while ago. That's now. right. You admitted to that, that you've eaten shelled peanuts because you're a weirdo. That whole peanut is fried, and you eat the whole thing like That's a madman. It tastes like bark. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's their selling point. Tastes like tastes like tree. Listen to your tree hugger. You too can eat one of these. Hey. Uh. Anyway, this is Nerd Thug Radio. We are on one hundred four point five, one hundred six point one, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at irlonestar.com. You can uh, check us out on nerdthugradio.com, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. We're on all of the major apps and things. We're on iHeartRadio. Um. We're on. Uh, the streams Stitcher, and stuff Spotify and yeah there you go all that stuff podcast app please review us yeah if you listen to us and like us give us stars or reviews or whatever it is on whatever you're hearing us on if you steal us like tell your friends right I mean we don't get paid for the streaming so whatever I don't care um, that's an aggressive stance <laughs> not in the mood today that's, that's just not where our money comes from <laughs> I'm uh, I'm like the guys from Chumbawamba. Do you remember them? No. They were like, you can steal our CDs because the record store already paid us. <laughs> that's fair. Right. That's my feeling. That's, <laughs> that's my feeling. That's how I feel. Did, okay, never mind. We're watching TV while this is on. I can't do that. <laughs> that was a picture of DJ Khaled with like 800 children wearing the same pair of shoes. That was creepy. It was all his son. Just I copies of his son. Oh, was it? Okay. 
I was gonna say, does he have a child army that helps him? Is that no? He, it's his son that he it, he writes as a he writes as a producer for all of his things. So he has like a resume by the age of seven. <laughs> is that legit? Yeah, for real. Yeah, is that why his songs are so ridiculously simple? Right. It's for his son. Just a lot of yelling his own name over and over again. Right. Well, DJ Khaled had, has no talent. He just knows people. <laughs> That's a talent, though. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That is an absolute talent. Because I know hardworking people who have degrees and do things and really grind and nobody knows their name. And then I know. No one knows my name. <laughs> yeah. And then I know people who they do as little as humanly possible, but they are charming and funny. Uh, no, I, I don't doubt his people skills. It's just that he doesn't make good music. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no, that's fine. But the skill of knowing people—no, that's true. That's in and of it's like if you—that's can, that's like most of uh, rap. <laughs> that's true, and honestly, like if you could just regularly convince quality people to come on your terrible songs, you're gonna do okay. Right. Yeah. And um, how quickly you can advance in the rap game? That's right. As they call it. Uh, we're gonna briefly mention our sponsors here. We'll just talk about them more later. Uh, RNA Sports, Cox ATA, and Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. While we are talking about all of that, though, talking about rap and terrible and good and bad and all of that, let me tell you about uh, Takesh69. 6-9? You didn't know about this, right? No, I did not. So, you know how he's been, like, posting how he's he's real. He he, he very gangster. He's he kills people. He, he, he basically, Get out of my face before I murder you, quote Takesh69. <laughs> right, like, he brags real hard about being a, a real criminal. Right. So my theory is that he's been playing criminal, that he is actually a musician who wants the cred. And he, the young generation didn't seem to understand that it was that it had turned into make-believe with that middle generation of rap. The old generation, they told it like it was because they did it. Right. Jay-Z's and NWA's and all that. They were living that life. P. Diddy really did have gold bathrooms because he was a, a great record producer. He was. He could talk about those things. He had those things. Biggie could talk about how he wanted to make your baby pre- baby mama pregnant because he did that to actually to Tupac. So, like, they had these issues. These things happened. Actually, I think it was Tupac who messed around with Biggie's woman. But the issues still remain, but they talked about it. Right. They talked about what was going on in their people, situations. People died. Right, exactly. But in the middle generation, it was made up. It was fake. You start talking about, um, like, post-Nas to, like, Ja Rule. Ja Rule wasn't really a gangster. He didn't really know anybody who was an actual violator. I mean, they called the group that, but that was because they were named by a record producer. And then they, and then he, and then he ripped everyone off at the fire festival. <laughs> he did eventually? He's gonna wind up in jail for that. The, the other, the the actual organizer already just got sentenced to jail and a huge fine. Um, How supposed to pay it? He's in jail. Well, that's one of those things. <laughs> three million dollar fine and nine years in jail. Well, nobody's getting that money. Um, but the next three million he makes gets docked. Yay! <laughs> um, at a nickel a day in jail. But so the middle generation of rappers, they just made it up as they went. And that was where rap got bad. And then Eminem brought it back talking about personal stuff again, him and 50 Cent and those guys like that. So this new generation of rap, hip-hop entertainers, I think they thought they were supposed to live it. I don't think they realized that it that it was fake. Or that they were just, you know, so, artists. Right. So so Takesh69 pulled the Michael Vick. Where he already was established as one thing. He could have just been that thing forever. And then because he was so intent on proving himself to certain people, he's now been in, uh, I believe he's already been indicted. Which means the grand jury's already heard the evidence and said, yes, charge him. So he's now facing charges in the state of New York for racketeering, 
for gun crimes, gun assaults, all kinds of some things. Uh, all told, it's 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 it, all in his music. Yeah, it is. All told, you're talking about. I think they said at a minimum thirty years in prison, possibly life, Ooh. depending on how stuff goes. That is uh, not a good. No, and then they also believe, and they're still working on proving that him and his associates also dealt drugs in the New York area. And New York is not the place to commit crime. Like they have very harsh penalties in New York for these crimes. Right. They don't play with guns up there. They 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 do. If you do a crime with a gun in the state of New York, it's it's automatically a felony, and you I don't there's not a, they don't typically let people plead those things down. Plaxico Burris shot himself in a nightclub in the state of New York, and he did two years in prison. <laughs> Suicide's illegal, guys. It was an accident. He didn't even mean to do it. Shot himself in the leg. Had his gun in his waistband. It went off. Good job. Two years in prison. And the dumb part is they offered him a sentence where he could have gone to jail for like two months, and he turned it down because he didn't think he should do jail time for that. And then after the jury and all of that, the New York, <laughs> state of New York was like, they were like, all right, well, you're going to jail for a long time now, fool. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. He should have taken the first deal they offered. I said that at the very beginning of that. I was like, well, God, he screwed that up. But so Takesh 69 is looking at possibly life in jail. And he's already pled guilty to other crimes. Yeah, he already has probations and all kinds of things. So he doesn't have the normal protections that a, that a, a recording artist would have with his probations. He doesn't get to fight searches and seizures and things like that. They can autom- they can search him whenever they want because he's already on probation. Right. So it's just not looking good for the old no. the old six nine. And also, he's not supposed to be associating with known felons and things like that. That's those are part of the rules of probation. Right. Known uh, felons. I mean, he and he pled guilty to some pretty bad stuff. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And then he dodged a bullet with something with a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, he he wrote a letter to the judge where basically it was like this crime is completely unrelated to my other crimes and therefore shouldn't count against my parole. And for some reason, the judge was like, okay, cool. They're like, but he's going to have a rap career. Right. Right. And he's always talking about hanging out and he's a blood. Well, I don't know if they, I don't know if you know those guys, but it's a gang. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that means you're hanging out with some known felons. And, uh, yeah. So there you go. Takesh 69 from millionaire to inmate. I mean, that's a story we've heard a lot of times, though. <laughs> Not as, no, no, no. I'm going to correct you there. Uh, it's a story that's been heard a couple times with some real fools. That's fair. Because the record label will get you out of some stuff if they think you can sell some records. Uh, Jay-Z famously had a, a drug bust that his that his like $100 million team of lawyers fought for him because he owned a record label. Uh, Snoop Dogg, his bodyguard, shot a guy one time, <laughs> um, and they got rid of that. But they charged the bodyguard and Snoop Dogg with murder. Oh, that's an impressive um, stance. Yeah, that's why I, there's that song. Snoop Dogg's like, "Murder was the case that they gave me." Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, but again, these guys were rapping about stuff they actually went through. Um, yeah. So Takesh six nine. I, I'm just glad. Like, I hope he goes to jail. I, I don't say that a lot about people. Uh, I can't this, stand uh, him. This, I really uh, can't stand gang him. supporting rainbow skittle aggressive skittle man. I don't even know that I have a problem with quote unquote gang supporting. I mean, look, if that's your culture, that's where you're from, like Kendrick Lamar is gang affiliated, but not any gang. He just knows a lot of those people. Right. Those are the people that he grew up around because of the location he was from. Right. He grew up in Compton, and most people who grow up in Compton wind up in a gang. He came out, and he actually just won a poetry prize, and he still talks about how, like, yeah, I know those people, but I'm not one of those people. Um, and, and, here and comes here comes the aggressive Skittle talking about right. how he is one. The aggressive Skittle's like, I'm I'm definitely one of those people. No matter what you hear about me, no matter who says what, I'm definitely one of those people. Quote, I'm a shooter too. And <laughs> and the state of New York was like, cool. Cool. Prison. Cool. 
Bush Law and Order soundtrack. <laughs> right. Gone. Bum, bum. <laughs> I'm a gangster. <laughs> bye bye <laughs> The state of New York does not care about that. So that was a fool's errand there. Uh, and it's one less terrible. If all the mumble rappers went to jail for different stupid stuff, I'd be thrilled. Fantastic. Travis Scott, what are you, where are you at? Can you get on some crime, please? Travis Scott sells records, though. They all do. Takashi Six Nine sells. I don't. I don't. I don't like anything he does. But I'm not going to say he doesn't sell records. The guy is known. The guy is a, a credible musician in that regard. Right. But he's going to jail now. All right. See you later. All right. And on that note, we're going to jump out here to a break. When we come back, you're going to have more Nerd Thug Radio. About our friends RNA Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible, sports wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I got to just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio. And great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Back to Nerd Thug Radio. Corey DLG, and with me is Nico. Lionel, sight beyond sight. Nice. I wish you had sight. I wish I could see. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, uh, know the captain today. Uh, the captain, Joey Savage, is out with uh, a demotion. He, he's, um, <laughs> he's been demoted. He's been demoted, demoted to uh, lieutenant. I, I don't know. I don't know any of my ranks. I don't, I don't know what ranks don't either. Know. Uh, let's just call him Seaman Joey today. Instead of instead of Captain E, Seaman Joey today. It's so sad. It is. All the way back down to Seaman. Um, anyway, so big shout out to... You want to do RNA Sports right here? Uh, 35, 3501 North, North Frazier. That's right. Uh, so go visit their Facebook page. They got all kinds of deals going on all the time. They got uh, December 2nd. You have Vince Young. Vince Young. Big announcement this week. Uh, December eighth. Rudy Tom Jonovich. Big. That's a and uh, after the day after that, December ninth, they got the Sandlot guys. But Quint- today is Friday, Black Friday, and you need to get out there today. You've heard today. us right now. It's it's it's. You're looking at your thing right now. It's two fifteen ish. What you need to do is make a little note that at five thirty, get to RNA Sports because we're going to be there. We're going to be there. And by six o'clock, uh, Haywood Jeffries and. God, I keep playing on the other guy's name. Anyway, he's going to have two uh, NFL legends there signing autographs. One Dallas Cowboy, one Houston Oiler. It's going to be really cool. He's going to have people all weekend. Need to get out there to RNA Sports. You need to definitely make sure you like their Facebook page because Rich is doing announcements. All the time. He's doing deals and announcements all the time. They did drawings today. They gave away a bunch of stuff. RNA Sports. Check it out on Facebook. 3501 North Fraser. Get out there today. Today. Get out there today. We're going to be out there later. Okay, that's it. Um... Come see us. Yay. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So this week I made a commitment. All right. What you got? I committed to myself. You I said, committed. I said, do you know what I'm going to do? What? I was joking with you last week 
we're over at the house recording, and I said, uh, "You want to you want to hang out and watch all the Harry Potters after this?" And I was then I then proceeded to say, "I haven't even watched half of them." And then you, and then I said, "What? You haven't even watched half of them? Like, well, now we have to do it." So I went through and I found all a bunch of them. There were a couple of them on the on demand, and a couple of them were airing on like the Sci Fi Network and stuff like that. So I clicked record for all of it. So over last week, it recorded every single Harry Potter movie. So originally, I was going to sit down Sunday and try and watch all of them at once. Uh, some plans came up. I went and had a really awesome dinner with the with the Savage Clan, and we all hung out. And we watched football. So I didn't do it. So then I was like, okay, cool. Monday I'll do it. Well, Monday when I woke up, I started watching them. I had some other stuff to do, but then I realized each of these movies is three and a half hours. Right, it's going to take you approximately forever. Yeah. So three, so eight three and a half hour movies by my math. That's like if you watch them nonstop, you're talking about real talk two days. <laughs> like not even close. Right. So I not broke possible. them. Yeah. So I broke them down over the whole week. I just finished last night. Uh, watched one or two every day. Um, I've seen them all, but I never had seen them again. I never like repeated. Oh, that's fair. Uh, you haven't seen them all, huh? No, I have not. I haven't seen either of the Deathly Hallows part or the Prisoner of Azkaban for some reason. <laughs> so the one in the so randomly one in the middle and then also the finale. Yeah, the last seen. two I never saw. Okay, so loved it. I hope everyone goes and see these and knows these. I'm less thrilled about the prequels. I don't really care about Newt Salamander or Grin or Grindelwald or whatever his name is. Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Doesn't matter because he's already in jail by the time Harry Potter starts. So guess how this ends? He goes to jail. Also, wow, amazing. Also, Dumbledore has his wand. So guess how that ends? Dumbledore disarms him. Wow, amazing. <laughs> so not interested. <laughs> Moving on. Um, that's always. I think that's always a struggle with prequels. It's like don't well, do them. Just don't do them. Or like, if you're gonna do a prequel, do something that's like unrelated or only tangentially connected. I don't even know. No, I don't even know if I agree with that. Like, I don't know. I like. I don't believe in prequels. I think it's a dumb idea. I think Rogue One would be like. Yeah. Okay. That would that's be a fair. prequel. That's fair. You're right. That is like, a, that is a well, prequel. How they get to the how they get the Death Star plans? It's like here's that story. There you go. That is okay. That is a good prequel. You're right. That's a good way to do it. Where you something that you hear, or if they're like, this is the sword of Valinor, and then they tell and the they story tell of, story of Valinor. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's a neat story. That sword is pretty cool. And then like you see them make the sword and all. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. You get the legend behind the sword. You get all the right. things that built it today. And they bind it with the souls of his loved ones so he can never lose or something. And then you're like, right, okay, whatever. that's a neat story. Cool. Neat. All right. Um. So, like, that's when you make prequels. Not for something that's like, well, we already know what happens because we the main villain's already defeated somewhere right. else. Right, yeah. Yeah, and Grindel, Grindelwald is such a big deal. They don't even mention him until the, the eighth movie and all of this. Right. So, yeah, real relevant. And, I mean, they they mentioned him a couple times, to be fair, but he shows up in the eighth movie. He's actually in jail, and Voldemort's like, where's your wand? And he's like, I lost it, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Dumbledore has it because he's better than me, so Jude Law wins. Don't go see the movies. And that's how that goes. <laughs> So you better um, not have rewatched it and forgot all about that scene. Right. Yeah, I just brought it back for you. Anyway, to me, the bigger thing is there's. A, I have a lot of, like, plot hole issues with So, Harry like, Potter. as you're explaining, so, like, um, like because I, I, I've heard about things from Zach because he is the Harry Potter fanatic. He is obsessed. Um, so, like, I've heard about these things like the time spinner, which is a, a, a magical object that lets you traverse time in some capacity. Yes, and it plays a major plot point in The Prisoner of Azkaban. The one I didn't see. Right. It's the story of Sirius Black, who they believe Sirius Black is the man who betrayed Harry Potter's parents uh, it, and destroyed another one of their friends, Peter Pettigrew. 
It turns out Peter Pettigrew was actually the one who betrayed everyone, and he cut off his finger, left it at the scene so people would think he was destroyed. He turned into an animal and he hid. Which is a sound strategy if you're going to hide. I don't know. Turn animal hide forever. Then he went and hid with the Weasleys, though. So then tangentially, he remains connected to everything over the next 12 years. Eh. It's kind of a weird, stupid stretch. Right. Um. So then in that movie, the rat starts acting weird. And he's like, I can't find my rat. He's, one, he's run off. Why is my rat run off? And blah, blah, blah. And that's Ron Weasley's spirit animal. Because they secondhand everything in that family. Which, okay, I get. Okay, fine. But if Peter Pettigrew is the rat, did he replace their rat who already existed? Or did he show up and somehow trick them into keeping him as a pet and not something that one of their animals ate when he showed up on their farm? Question number one. Question number two, yes. Dumbledore gives Hermione a time spinner so that she can take apparently extra classes? What? To learn some, like to learn extra stuff. Okay, hold on. I have the ability to traverse time, or at least go backwards a little bit. But if I can retain my knowledge, I'm basically the greatest wizard ever. I now have infinite time to train. Right, and so like in the whole throughout the whole movie, they keep doing this bit where Hermione keeps showing up, and Ron keeps going. Did you see her come in here? I didn't see her come in here. What? what how did she do that? Over and over and over and over and over again. Also, she's always busy, and she's barely in the movie for little bits of like. She keeps, like, showing up, but not, like, in it. Um, and so you're like, man, what's going on with Hermione? It seems a little weird. Because she's so integral to the other movies. And so on this one, she spends a lot of time away. Well, then, all of a sudden, like, the last 25, 35 minutes of the movie, they replay twice at the big finale. Uh, so that Harry Potter and Hermione can be in two places at once. So they can do the things they need to do to save themselves the first time. That they made it through that part. They have to redo that and then do other parts. Okay. So they're the people who saved themselves throughout the whole other scene where you're like, what's going on? How did that happen? Oh, that was convenient. Oh, who did that? It, it was, was them. them. They went back in time. Then they never use time travel again. They don't use it to save Sirius Black. They don't use it to stop Voldemort. They don't use it once they know his plans. They don't use it to lay traps. They don't use it at all. And I don't know if it says in the books what happens, because in the movies, they just never talk about it again. Right, and it's with something as integral and as powerful as time travel is. It can't be something that you just, well, I'll just ignore that now. Right, like, okay, uh, one of them, Dumbledore, is trying to destroy Horcrux later in the movie, and he gets a curse on himself. He's going to die now within a year. Gee, if I had a time spinner, I think I could jump back to right before I did that and stop myself. Right. Hey, not done that. Don't get cursed by that thing you're going to try and destroy incorrectly. Just leave it there. Harry Potter will get it next year. Oh, thanks, Dumbledore. Oh, thanks. Now I don't have to get a curse and die. <laughs> right. I guess we could do without these gray fingers. Cool. Appreciate you. Done. Time travel. Like, yeah. Just, it's pointless. You can't ignore it. Uh, There's definitely a hundred times I would have used it, though. Right. 328 situations but where like, time travel. Every time they get ambushed by the Death Eaters, I'd have been like, oh, the Death Eaters. Boo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, we jumped 20 minutes back. Let's lay 18 traps right where they entered at. And boom. We and win boom. the fight. Oh, now we can kill six Death Eaters. Right. Now we don't have to worry about this. I would have won the Harry Potter War so fast. All I would have needed was a time spinner and just told them what to do. Right, because that's the four. You basically have foresight forever. Right. Oh, they invaded just as now? Long, as long These as are the Death Eaters? Spin the time spinner. Right. As long as you don't Boop. instantaneously die. <laughs> right. 
And then that would be the play every time. It's like, if I ever time spin and yell something out, they have to do it no matter what. Right. Because I'm from the future then. Right. This is silly. Boop. I'm time spinner, Corey. Don't, let's all not go in this room because we all get killed. All right, last minute. More plot holes you have problems with? Oh, so many. Uh, they also overlook him a bunch. Like, the ki- the adults are always like, he, he's the guy who saves the day every time. And the adults keep going, Harry, this isn't your problem. We'll deal with this. And then he has to bail them out. Right, because they made a mistake because he's the chosen one. And then the other part of it is, is I don't understand why he's the chosen one because the, the Death Eaters in Baltimore especially killed a ton of people's parents. They killed Neville's parents. And he lived. Well, well he, and Neville plays an integral role in a lot of the stuff at the very end. But he, the rest of the time, he's comedy. He's he's a comedic reference. Right. I, I just, I don't know. Also, he, he should have been a threat. Like, he should have been a terrorist because, like, all the muggles he knows are mean to him. Right. Yeah, everyone's mean to him. So why some, even why even save the world? Who cares? Everyone who loves you is dead. Because he's good at heart. Yeah, well, everyone who loves him is dead, and everyone who, everyone who talks to him treats him like crap or ignores him. Yeah, he did stop Voldemort. <laughs> I would have like I would have coasted off of that. I'd have been like the fat, drunk, unemployed Harry Potter after that, and I'd been like, "You guys owe me because I saved the world." Remember when I saved the world? Right, and then he destroyed the most powerful wand in existence. Yeah, just cracked it in half and threw it off a bridge. What a waste! Literally, this is this is the equivalent of just breaking Excalibur in half and being like, "I don't need this yeah. anymore," and just it, toss it out a window. Like, it's part of the Deathly Hallows. It's called an Elder Wand. It sounds super important, and he's like, "No, nope, it can't fathom a reason when we'll need one of these again." Literally the most important, one of the most powerful magical artifacts in the universe, and then it's just like, man, break it, throw I it off I feel like the that's bridge. probably what they did with the time spanner. They probably just tore it and have it, threw it off the bridge. <laughs> like, when are we ever going to have to travel back in time again? Well, it's only been three movies. <laughs> right. Stupid. <laughs> Five more to go. 20 years into the future. Never I love the world again. they've built. It's super immersive. It's super filled out. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of cool little references and things and throwaways and all sorts of stuff. But overall... Some real, I got some real questions. Right, there's major, there's major things that that exist that aren't taken into account. Right. All right. That being said, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got a lot more nerd thug radio. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session. So let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face of professional wrestling. I need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me is uh, Nico. It's Ned here. Uh, no, the Captain Joy Savage. He's uh, taking yet another day off. Uh, it's true. So it's hard for him to come to work every day. Right. He's like, oh, I'm kind of a me, 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 me. I'm just kidding. He's with his family. It's yeah. the holidays. Happy Black Friday, everybody. 
Hope this morning wasn't too chaotic and Grandma didn't get trampled in a Walmart. Uh, and in the meantime, I hope so you're... So sad. It happens. It happens. <laughs> it's important that everyone shop aggressively, apparently. Uh, in the meantime, we hope you're planning on joining us at RNA Sports this afternoon at 5.30 p.m. There's going to be some real people there to get some stuff signed by, and then also we'll be there, so that's a big deal. That's pretty cool. I'll sign your baby. Um, all that being said... Talk about our sponsors. I guess so. You want to do Space Cadets Gaming Gaming? We can do Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. The do Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. The pinnacle of gaming, boys. You get to find all your gaming needs here at this location located in on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, across from the Woodlands Mall. Boom. Uh, they got all your gaming needs. They got demo games. They got Magic the Gathering. All kinds of board games, card games. Like, literally... Anything under the sun, sink the Titanic. That's right. So they have Friday Night Magic, they have Dungeons and Dragons regularly, they do all kinds of Hero Clicks events. If you're following them on Facebook or the Meetup app is also good. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is on there. You can see what what events are going on. Yeah, what tournaments. Them, what tournaments and events. And you can I'm join usually those. there on Fridays. Oh, you getting back into playing those? Yeah, I'm good for you. going back. Good for you. Get out there, play a little bit. Um, the, all of that being said. Um, Mentioners, they're great to get 20%. Min- that's right. Now, you missed it. This morning they were doing 40% off. Uh, we're going to make sure we mention it. Uh, we're going to make sure it was said on the... We're pre-recording this. So I'm time traveling as I speak here. We're going to make sure on the Facebook page that we mention it all over Thanksgiving. But Black, Black Friday this morning, they were doing 40% off. That's a, that's a lot of So percent. I hope you got out there and got to enjoy that. But yes, if you mention Earthquake Radio, you get 20% off your ticket. Um, all of that being said... It's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge across from the Woodlands Mall. Did we mention family friendly? You always want to mention that. It's family right. friendly. Family friendly. Great atmosphere. Say hi to Great staff. Uh, okay. So all that being said, I got some movie news for you. What you got for me? Okay. First one up is kind of fun. We can have a little bit of fun with it and then we'll get serious here. Is it the building movie? It's not. Oh. What? The building movie? The, the moving cities. Oh, we can make some fun of that. We can come back to that. Yeah, that's fair. We should we should mock that a little bit, too. Okay, first things first. Let's talk about this. Hugh Jackman has basically come forward and said he doesn't think the public wants a Wolverine Deadpool movie. That is a patently false statement. Uh, who gave him that advice? Uh, I love you, Hugh Jackman. What are you doing? Yeah. I, all right, uh, that's the end of my statements. That's all I have to say about that. I feel like he kind of nailed that. I love you, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> what are you doing? That's fair. You're. It's 100% fair because... I love you, Jackman. What are you doing? That is accurate. Like, what is he doing? Everyone wants to see that. <laughs> I think what it is, it's really hard for him. To, like, the shape he put himself in to be Wolverine. That's hard. Right. And he's at this point 50, 55-ish, somewhere in that range. Look, you don't have to have the suit off you. <laughs> you can be a normal guy. I don't know. I think part of the appeal is that he takes the shirt off at least once. He's shirtless in all the movies at least once. That's true. That's a fair point. So you I just got to get that one scene out, and then you're done. Right. That's true. Just lift that one day, and then walk away. Right. Uh, just get really for, for that one shot. <laughs> that's it. You're done. Good to go. Uh, that's, so how bo- that's how bodies work. That's, that's exactly how they work. Uh, everyone would love to see it. Ryan Reynolds would carry the movie anyway. Like, oh yeah, I mean he, he would, wouldn't even have to really be all that involved in the movie. No, like, you would want you want. Here's the thing: is we want him to tell Deadpool f off like at least three times. Right. No, he'll he'll be in the movie. Right. I think I think he'd have a, like a similar role to kind of the Colossus. I could see <laughs> that. <laughs> no, you want to see them interact. Like it, you want to see Deadpool, Cable, Wolverine 
like together. Yeah, like a lethal weapon where they're stuck together the whole movie and they have to kind of deal with each other and they can't stand it anymore. Um, I loved Cable in the last one. Yeah, <sighs> it was the best way to handle him. No, it really was. But I, I'm not there. That, there, there, there was so much that wasn't accurately explained about him. Right. Well, kinda... well, yeah, because as soon as you start saying names and complicated things, you're like, well, this just got way out of hand. Right. Someone just goes, I don't have a question. But like, they barely even explained that he has telekinesis and telepathy. Like, they failed on a lot of levels to like. You right. kind of, you almost feel like he has a robot arm and guns. Right. Well, I don't know anything. I don't and he's know. relatively strong and can right. time travel. Right. Body slide. Body slide by one. I hate. I, I, <laughs> <sighs> time <Woo-sa>. slide. Woosa. <laughs> time slide. Woosa. <laughs> Woosa. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Woosa. See, see, they didn't explain any of this, so we don't have to question any of this. Well, I mean, like cable, cable's complicated enough. Let's but, just but leave him at Robot even, Man, right? But they didn't even get into mutant. They just went Robot Man, and were like, "That's it, we're done, Robot Man." That's and all. And he can make a gun, right? Remember, like he's he's making the gun better with like modifications, right? What was that supposed to be exactly? I don't like, know. Now it shoots better bullets. His magic eye. Yeah, yeah. Computers, whatever. <laughs> technology, <laughs> technology in comics is basically just magic. Well, yes, but like in movies, they always do that. They're always just like, like they, no one ever has to reboot anything in the future ever. Right. Like in the future, everything works perfectly. When I can't even get my computer to turn on StarCraft Two, which is ten years older than the computer, like on first try. <laughs> They're like, uh, I can't do that, Chief. It's always like, <laughs> and then like a tiny car, like a tiny car or a droid, just telling me, nah. Nah, nah. It's gonna be nah for me, Doc. Yeah, can I play StarCraft? Mm, nah, I don't really feel like. Yeah, it. I'm not feeling it. Okay, so also in the movie news, uh, Venom has made 780 million dollars worldwide. Seventy yeah. percent of that coming internationally, because uh, that's basically 200 million here domestic. Yeah, that's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not like terrible. the highest grossing random November movie ever. I yeah, or like I do, random October movie. I do believe I heard that. So anyway, Variety on their Twitter account posted that Sony has announced two release dates for Spider-Man related Marvel properties in 2020. Woohoo. There's a July 10, 2020 date and an October 2nd, 2020 date. For just Spider-Man or Spider-Man related stuff? Spider-Man related. So non-Spider-Man Spidey universe things. Hmm, interesting. Venom, Morbius, Black Cat or Silver Sable. I'm betting, because they're cast and it's happening, I'm betting it's Morbius and probably Venom 2. I could see that because Venom has a very obvious um, introduction to Carnage. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. I need. I still haven't seen it. I, uh, uh, I'm just going to spoil the ending credit scene. It's it's uh, Cletus Cassidy. Oh, okay. They meet him. Oh. He's there. Then, yeah. Okay. So, so then that Venom one's pretty two. obvious. But you got to have Spider-Man. If you're going to do Carnage, you got to have Spider-Man. Like, there was a whole thing... I don't understand what they're doing. I mean, I know what they're doing. They're making money. I get it. But it's... Venom Venom is now your hero. (laughs) Right. Yeah, okay. Great. What are you going to do? Hire Tom Holland? He's like a turd in the wind. (laughs) Like, what? Did he say that in the actual movie? He says it in a preview. Did he say it in the movie? No. Okay. Thank God. Thank God for editing. But he definitely (laughs) says it in the preview. Um, Okay. So they announced two dates. I think the other one is Morbius with Jared Leto as the living vampire. Right. Which I think is an intriguing movie. But he's going to be busy because he also then has to turn around and do the Joker because Birds of Prey is about to film. They have a script already done. They also have a 2020 release date circled with that movie. Eh, he can do two movies. He'll be fine. He can, but these are drastic. I don't know. They're different. 
approaches, and allegedly he's like a real actor and gets into character and stuff. Well, he's going to have to get into character twice. <laughs> That's true. Like, I always say real actor like it's like a process because some of them act like it is. So then you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but the reality is if he showed up and then dyed his hair green, he'll do it. Right. Like, he'll be okay. They know how to turn him into the Joker. Right. Boom. Put some gold caps in there and give him a gun. <laughs> gold caps in there, put, like, paint on his forehead or whatever. Right, whatever it said. Twisted or broken or whatever, whatever. it was. Criminal. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Villain. That's just <laughs> that's all I need to say. But, uh, but, yeah, so Michael Morbius, the living vampire, I think is the other one. Right, unless, that makes sense. Unless they actually get one of these chick movies off the ground, if they get Black Hat or Silver, I don't know. Going, they've they've been up in the air since since the concept of them existed. Well, and then they cast them, and then they announce that they're separating the movies. So now I don't know what I don't know what's going on with any of them. I mean, what's happening, guys? Right, get your stuff together. But the Birds of Prey is happening. That is happening, and that's coming out twenty twenty. So Venom actually has to start filming here pretty quick if they're going to hit a twenty twenty release date. Also, right, they need to be filming by summer, which means you got to have a script, and Tom Hardy's got to free up his schedule because he's kind of a busy guy. Ed Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy. Ed Hardy's the terrible shirts. Um, yeah, look those up; they're awful. They All have right. tigers on them. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, uh, real quick, you wanted to make fun of Mortal Engines. Uh yeah. Um, it's basic. It looks to me. What it looks like is it's a giant robot movie without the best parts of the giant robot movie. I'm with you. And also Peter Jackson, like whom I respect immensely because Lord of the Rings w- was, was incredible. Amazing. Right. This seems like the worst way to go. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Like, it doesn't look appealing at all. Like, and I don't know. I, first of all, post-apocalyptic world, after all the big bombs go off, they build traveling cities. Which I'm not against the idea of a of traveling city, but I don't think like it seems ridiculous. Well, because I mean, like all the, of them though. No, I think it would make sense for them to well, kind of, I guess. They're I think like basically like vagabonds, like the whole. But human what are race. they traveling for? If they have all their own supplies, why do they even need to move? Because resources are scarce. But, but they have their own resources. Clearly, otherwise, what are they moving to? I don't know. That's a good point. There's a lot of things that you have to now answer. Right. Also, how do they build these things? Right. And, like, I don't know. And then, like, they're fighting each other, and, like, they're wasting all their resources on building, like, giant grappling hooks. <laughs> like, I don't right. understand. Like, this is why I liked Pacific Rim, because it was just it was just a tribute to just, cool it, giant robots right. that fought monsters, and you're like, right. it was this r- is lit. Robots versus monsters. You all like, like it. Amazing. And they're like, well, we're going to have these big cities, and this one's going to have big chainsaws that come down and saw the city in half, and then all these people will die. That's right. destroying the point of even having grappling hooks that steal cities or whatever. Right. And what are they, do they eat the people? I don't know. Are they just a bunch of cannibals? This is just this is just Mad Max, but with cities this time. <laughs> in Mad Max, they at least had settlements. Like if you stayed in one place, you could grow stuff and nurture it. Right. Or if you're going to be a giant city, you could have like greenhouses and and stuff. Right. But like it, it, once you have one or the other, why do you need to travel? Right. Now now you have now you have a re- renewable resource. I guess right. I got to travel in my barren wasteland. I don't get it. And waste r- resources traveling. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And like one of them's in the air. So <laughs> where, where does it get its resources? Like, how do you get water? <laughs> uh, this so is so stupid. I, I have it. so many questions. Just make a giant robot movie. If the cities turn into robots, I wouldn't be mad, but they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't turn them into giant robots. No, no robots. No robots. No robots. I'm angry. And that's how it goes. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got the last and final segment of Nerd Thug Radio on this holiday weekend. Tune in next.
Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons and Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earth Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG. Hey, and Ned. And Ned. It's me. Yeah. No Captain Joy Savage today, so we're all on vacation. Hey. hey. It's a party. We're not even wearing pants. Yeah. I'm wearing pants. Oh. Well, shorts. Someone's professional. Anyway, uh, we're hanging out here on Nerd Thug Radio on 104.5 and 106.1, the sister stations. Check us out at facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. You can always tune in and stream worldwide on irlonestar.com. Make sure you go to www.nerdthugradio.com. Make sure you check out Ball Control. Make sure you check out our sponsors, RNA Sports, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, and Cox ATA, which we're about to tell you about right now. Nico, give it a go. All right, so Cox ATA is a fantastic martial arts taekwondo training facility. They have two locations. In Conroe. In Conroe. Um, they're leaders in ATA martial arts. They got tons of champions. They got champions and more champions. Regional, district, almost world champions. Uh, they ha- I believe they, they have, they they have, have two world champions, champions. I believe. Uh, and then they'll have another one when Sadie wins, if, if she wins. Right. Um, because of the Savages have a long relationship there. They do. They teach all kinds of classes, self-defense, taekwondo, uh, fitness, all kinds of stuff. Joey's going to get back into the taekwondo, he was saying, because he wants to lose some weight. He's getting a little big, he says. A little big in the britches, so he's going to try and fix that by joining the Cox ATA and getting back in the taekwondo game, which is what everyone should be doing if they're going to try and lose weight. Holidays are coming up. You're going to eat. You're going to put on some weight. Get out there to the gym and kiot off. It's true, and you get some important life skills in there, too. That's right, because at Cox ATA, they build leaders. Teach life skills. And they leave a legacy. legacy. All right, okay, that wasn't mentioned, so bad. We mentioned did that. Nerd Thug Radio, you get two, week free, two, two free, free weeks of training. training. That's right. That's important. That is important. Uh, you definitely want to check out our sponsors, because they're awesome, and we're awesome, and you're awesome for listening, and that's how all of this works. So go there, show some love, enjoy yourself, learn some taekwondo. Uh, all that being said... They're starting to do this thing now where they announce when movies are tracking. Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea? Tracking? What do you mean? Okay, okay. So I apologize. Tracking as in they're using the search engine algorithms and the IMDb searches and all that and the trailer watches to project opening weekend box offices. Uh, like ticket sales. I'm not against it. That makes sense. Yeah, you think it's a good idea? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, it just gives a rough estimate. If it blows it out of the water or fails spectacularly, be like, well, it was an estimate. It's not really, like, an exact science. That's not how it works, though. Yeah, but, I mean, that is how it should work. I mean, mean, yeah, practically speaking, you're correct. Like, it's a lot easier if you just kind of look around and go, okay, well, the estimate was 40 and we did 20. No big deal. 
Right, unless but if you're if you're Warner Brothers and you're expecting a, a forty five million dollar opening weekend and you come in at twenty, how are you gonna handle that Monday? Right. Well, I don't think I think that a lot of people. Are, well, I mean, this is kind of a good like aspect of like you just gotta guess. This is just all just guesswork, basically. But why? Okay, but I guess my question is why? Like why pre guess? Like why set that up? Uh, why set it up? I, I mean, other than being like, well, I just kind of want to know. Like, but I mean, you're there's gonna, really no. You're gonna find out for sure, right? Right. Well, there'll be. I mean, is like, there a need? Do you, like, no, I don't think it's necessary. I think it's an interesting, like, oh, look at this. We can kind of project where it's going. No, and I do think it is intriguing because sometimes they get I it think, wrong. I think I, I'm trying to think of one where they were like, oh, it's projected, to, and then it didn't do any of it. I can't think of one off the top of my head though. Well, like I think they made they expected Solo to do a lot better than they did. But but it but when they were talking about the tracking stuff, they're like it's tracking below expectations, blah blah blah. You know what I also think this can affect is if you hear bad news about it before you go see it, you might not go see it. Right. Well, that's a that's a that's a thing an important part of movies where you're just like, well, I don't really care about this or like, Mortal, like I, I won't see Mortal Engines. Yeah. No. Right. Okay. So let me give you the example. So one of them is. Aquaman is tracking ahead of Venom at this point in time. Okay, but one of those is already out of the box office almost. Right, but what they're saying is from this far from the release date, when they looked at Venom, comparing it, comparing Aquaman at this point to Venom at that point, Aquaman oh. is tracking ahead. Okay, well, then you're assuming, well... You're Aquaman assuming it's going to do better. Better than Venom, which, I mean, I hope so. They kind of need it. <laughs> they do need it. They need a win real bad. You're right about that. Um, but how do you think that? How do you think that that? Do you think? Th I'm sorry. I'm, they, they got this commercial on. This guy just uses iPhone to check some lady's eyeball. I don't think that's real at all. Science. I, I don't. Science. We're gonna Google. That. I don't think that's a real thing. That seemed fake. That seemed real fake. Um, but you don't think that there's like a a dangerous precedent. Because uh, Venom, it, it it did 220 local and then 780 international total. Which is not bad. No, if $780 million is good, the 210 local is not great. They're probably not happy with that. Well, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, if, if someone told you you're going to do 210 domestically, you'd be like, oh, I spent 70, 80. I don't... I don't right, but then, it, you know, Transformers effect, it will make six times as much internationally. <laughs> right. Yeah, now internationally you're gonna you're gonna finish it at eight hundred million. You're you're definitely happy. The ten time return, I guess, is guess what I'm getting at. But you would like to do better domestically. You'd like to think Americans right, want to watch yeah. a movie. Um, Sometimes they don't want to though. No, they don't. But if Aquaman's tracking better, let's say it tracks better. Let's say it does three fifty domestically, but only six twenty internationally. Right, because they don't care about Aquaman. Right. D are you now already like? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can even track that internationally without getting into, like, weird laws. No, about, I mean, like, they tracking. do track it. They do. I mean, Venom did 780. That's what the studio's going to get. That's what the that's what the take on this. That's what we're expecting. Well, right. then again, you could... I mean, I feel like this has been going on for a lot longer than we anticipated. I feel like this has happened before where it's just like, well, it's kind of a similar caliber movie, so it'll probably do around the same thing. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I just... I'm I'm a little... I think you're, I think you're far too weary of something that's not that serious. I just it seems unnecessary, and I'm not sure why they would want to set the standard for I something. Do, I do agree that it's a little bit unnecessary. So, like, Into the Spider Verse is tracking right now to do 40 million opening weekend. It's an animated movie. Like, there's a real shot for that thing to bomb. 
Which is sad because it looks amazing. It looks great. Like I think it's I think it's gonna do better than forty million. I think so too. But it's an However, animated movie. I can easily see it not performing. Because it's an animated some people don't like animated. Well, it's stuff. an animated, not necessarily children's movie. It looks yeah. funny. It looks like it's gonna be kid friendly, but not every kid is gonna want to Go see it. Right. It's not it's not It's not a Disney movie. No, it's not. It's a it's a Spider Man cartoon. So maybe there's some kids who just are like, Meh, I'm good. Um and that being said I could see it missing its mark because of that, but I, I personally think that it's going to do. I, I think it might do seventy to eighty on the opening weekend. Right. I think. I think it goes down to like, oh, well, it, it's projected to do forty, but then, then it then it gets a double edged sword because you're like, well, if it like, if it like massively underperforms what you anticipated, you're like, what where did we go wrong? That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't know. That, I don't know that they should even do these forecasts because it seems like a dangerous thing. Right. Well, because you're like you're expecting one thing and either you're just gonna blow it out of the water and you're gonna be like this is amazing, this or is you're the gonna fall I'll... short of your expectations and then you're gonna be real disappointed. Expectations in general are just kind of a, a tricky bag. Right. But because like okay, also depends on what you compare it to, right? Because Aquaman comparing itself to Venom. Right. Which I mean, like Venom is the Sony Marvel. Like the thing is that. Uh, they want they want to compare Venom to Aquaman, but like Aquaman is supposed to be like Iron Man level. Right. Like, this be- is this is a member of your of your Avengers Justice League. Exactly. No, you're right, and that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Is Venom was a total unknown. Right. So Venom you, Venom could have turned out really awful. Right. So to me, you've got to. And those first trailers, a lot of people were upset. They were bad. Yeah. They were, that teaser trailer was real bad. And the trailer wasn't great, and the dialogue in the trailer was bad. We just made fun of it last segment. True. Um, you got to think Aquaman, who's already been in a movie, right, is gonna do better than that. You've already tested the character; people already know if they like him or they don't like him. This is just a matter of do I want to see him in his own movie? And the movie looks spectacular, so it seems really odd that that's what they're tracking. They should really be tracking this against Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man: Homecoming, right? This is what they should be tracking it against. Right, but I think Spider-Man, a lot of people were more excited because they were like, look, it's the real Spider-Man movie Okay, after but, about nine of them. But, but I mean, logistically, right? Like, he was already in another movie. Spider-Man right, yeah. was in uh, Avengers, this, Captain America Spider-Man is, is more like Aquaman than Venom is. Because yeah. Venom, Venom was completely unknown into a new story, and they did this Into well. a new universe, too. Into, yeah, into a completely new universe that hadn't been touched before. Right. Yeah, so to me, I feel like Aquaman is really the... Aquaman and Spider-Man really would be the better comparison, but instead they want to they want to track it against against the against, against Venom. <laughs> and I don't know look, that that's look, really Look what happens. You compare to the kid who got a C and then you're like, "Look, I did pretty good." Look, look, B minus. Hey, we're not angry. Hey, look at that. I did well, pretty good. Well, you know what? We're also not thrilled. Right. So all that being said, we're going to jump is, out this here. This is this is the kid with potential being like, "Oh, look, I didn't do terrible." Right, exactly. And I I feel like the expectations are so much higher for Aquaman than Venom. Right. I feel like if you're comparing yourself to Venom, you're like, well, we beat Venom. Like, who cares? Right. You, uh, wow, you beat, the, you beat the total wild card guy right. versus the established universe, which you already have and are, is falling apart before your eyes. He like, what's already, happening? He was, he was in... He was in, your, he was in your Avengers. Right. He was, in a good, he was in a good portion of Justice League. He had good lines. He had good scenes. I and don't know. the trailers have been good. It's a dumb comparison. The trailers have been really good. Uh, okay, so all that being said, we're going to jump out of here. I hope everyone has an excellent weekend. Enjoy their Black Friday. Come see us tonight at RNA Sports. Uh, we're going to hang out. You have a good weekend. Everyone enjoy the holidays. Say hey to family. Say hey to friends. Make sure you stay in touch with everybody. Give love to everybody. Uh, save those leftovers. Eat them all weekend. Get, get good and fat. The holidays are here. We need that winter weight. This has been Nerd Thug Radio. Corey DLG. 
Nico DLG, same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel.